This is an ABC podcast. All aboard! Hello and bonjour. This is Animal Sound Safari. I'm Lawrence, your beautiful safari guide. Today we're making a beeline to meet a very interesting insect. You may have met one before. In fact, you may have even tried to run away from one of these、uh, little beauties. To meet this creature, we need to travel across the world in this our super fast magical safari mobile. This trip's going to be a real、uh, buzz. <laughs> I can't wait. Can you tell yet who we're flying across the world to meet? It's a little buzzy bee. Did you know that I have something in common with bees? And actually, maybe you do too. Bees and I have exactly the same favorite singer. Can you guess who it is? It's Beyonce. No, seriously, I'm telling you the truth. I'm part of her bay hive. All right, but jokes aside, before we head off, I think we need to speak to our hive mind to find out what they already know about bees. I've never been stung by one, but whenever I see a bee, I get really scared. We can't survive without insects. I like bees more than wasps because wasps. Can sting as many times as they want to, but bees die after they sting once. They pollinate flowers and then they make honey. I think they they use the honey to feed their little larvae. You can collect the honey and then we eat the honey. We don't have any bees. We won't、um, be able to have honey, and I really like honey. Ha! <laughs> oh yeah! I remember the first time I got stung by a bee. Oh, when it happened, it felt like my hand was going to explode. It was like there was lava there, like underneath the skin, and it felt really, really hot and burny. Oh, it hurt. I reckon we need to speak to our animal expert Laura back at Safari HQ and find out what she knows about bees. HQ to Lawrence. HQ to Lawrence. Lawrence, do you read? Thanks for giving me a buzz, Chief Beekeeper Laura. Do you get it? Giving me a buzz. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence, I got it. But did you know that bees don't buzz in every language? They don't. Nope. They say some in German, vz with a v in Turkish, and bong in Korean. Unbelievable. I know. And humans have actually been keeping a close eye on bees for ages because without them, we wouldn't exist. You mean we'd just disappear? No, no, we'd just die a horrible death. <gasps> oh. You see, bees have one of the most important jobs in the whole world: pollination. Polly, who now? Pollination. You know when bees buzz, buzz, buzz their way around plants. Okay, I need you to break this pollination stuff down for me. I'm a little bit confused. Right. So a bee flies to one flower and gets covered in sticky pollen. Then the bee flies to another flower and picks up some new pollen and leaves a bit behind from the first flower. 
And this happens from flower to flower, doing the same thing over and over again. All this buzzing around fertilises the flowers, which makes seeds, and seeds mean more plants. That's cool, I guess, but what does it have to do with us? I mean, I'm not a plant or a bee. I'm a gorgeous human being. But you do eat plants, Lawrence. Everyone does. Rice, cereal, even chippies are all made from plants. One third of all the plants we grow to eat in the whole world are pollinated by bees. Mangoes, strawberries, beans, avocados, tomatoes, grapes. Uh, Lawrence, are you eating? Oh, sorry. I got hungry talking about all our foods. You know how it is. I'm just eating an apple. Well, apples are great, but they're another food that wouldn't exist without bees. What? In fact, many kinds of bees are now on the endangered species list. Some people think that without bees, humans would survive for four years. (coughs) What? Yes. So, for today's safari, I want you to remember that bees are unbelievably important for humans and the whole planet. Got it. We'll call you back with our mission report later. Be on your best behaviour over and out. Over and out, Laura. Ooh, ooh, I've got a joke for you. Are you ready? How does a bee do its hair? They use a honeycomb. Let's get this safari on the road so we can find out even more about these really interesting insects. So hop in! Today, we're taking our magic safari-mobile to the northwest of Europe, to the tiny Baltic nation of Lithuania! Whoa! Let's fly, my friends. Onwards and upwards. Let's kick this mobile into warp speed. Whoa! Okay, lights, you can do this. Smooth landing. Come on. Come on. Okay, not too bad. Right, come on, out we get. Welcome to Lithuania. We're in northeastern Europe, surrounded by Latvia, Belarus, Poland, and Russia, as well as the icy Baltic Sea. Follow me. I've got something cool to show you. Wow, I feel like I'm in a fairy tale. Look, cobblestone streets, cathedrals, and yep, that's that's an actual castle. Lithuania is full of them. They're hundreds of years old, complete with secret passages and moats. But sorry, we don't have time to play kings and queens today. We're heading over a hill, through a meadow, past a lake, and into the forest. And to help us find our way, because we will get lost otherwise, here's my good friend Yuste. Sveiki, Lawrence. That's hello in Lithuanian. Sveiki! Yuste, now we hear that bees create quite the buzz here in Lithuania. That's true, Lawrence. The word for bee is bite. Bite? That's so cool! And we actually have lots of B words in Lithuanian. Really, Yuste? Can you teach us? Sure. First, what do you call a group of bees, Lawrence? I think they're called a colony? Well, in Lithuania, we use the word shema. Shema. Can you say shema with me? Shema. That's it. 
And the interesting thing about Shema is that it means a family, but it's the same word Lithuanians use for human family. So that means we see groups of bees in the same way as we see humans. It's real families who need each other to survive. Right, so mummy bees, daddy bees, baby bees, uncle bees, auntie bees, grandma bees, granddad bees, cousin bees, and second cousin bees. You've got it. And if you make a friend in Lafrenia and you want them to know how special they are, you can call them bichulis for boy and bichule for girl. So bichulas or bichule mean friend, but what does it have to do with bees? Bichulis comes from word bite or bichu, which means bee in Lafrenian. So when you're calling your friend bichulis, it's almost like you're calling them your bees. So if you call someone your friend in Lithuania, you're calling them your bee? Huh, I like that. Well, can, can you be my bee? I mean, my bichule, Yuste? Of course, Lawrence. And that's not all. Bees are symbols of friendship for other reasons in Lithuania. Let me tell you a story about one Shema. Do you remember what Shema means? Shema. You're talking about a human family or a bee family. Good memory. It's a story about human family who lived in medieval times. Long, long ago. They lived in the cottage in the forest. And the main person in the story is a woman called Osteia. She is named after Lithuanian goddess of peace and friendship. There are paintings of goddess Osteia wearing golden robes and flower crown in her hair. A bee goddess? Beautiful! So Osteia from our story spends her days cooking and cleaning. Osteia's husband Jonas is a farmer. He grows potatoes. But it's a tough life, especially in winter. The forest turns white with thick snow, and Osteia and Jonas have to stay inside, huddled around their fireplace trying to keep warm. Brr, that sounds super chilly and so lonely. Osteia is lonely. Most of the time she's alone, she wishes she had some friends nearby. Oh, poor Osteia. But one morning Osteia wakes to birdsong. The air feels different, warmer, and when she looks out the window, she sees the butterfly. Spring is here! The snow is beginning to melt. Osteia, come outside, Jonas calls. She pulls on her boots and opens the door. What's that sound? she asks. Bees, Osteia, Jonas says. There are bees everywhere. Cool, but don't get stung. The sky is so thick with bees. Ostea almost doesn't notice all the people around. Sveiki, she says, confused. Oh, 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 I remember that. That means hello in Lithuanian. What did they say next? We're beekeepers. We're following the bees. Suddenly, dozens of men, women and children swarm around the cottage. They set to work like busy bees, putting hives onto trees. Join us, the beekeeper says. When the bees choose your property, you get to become a beekeeper too. So the beekeepers don't decide where the bees live? No, bees lead the way. 
and beekeepers follow them, and they all work hard together to build hives and collect honey in bib jars. So much honey already! The bees seem to love all your plants. I bet this season will be one of the best! And the best part is that every night everyone goes to Osteas and Jonas' cottage. They sing... I am a beekeeper, here's my keep. Dance... Take my hand, let's celebrate! Oh, I haven't done this jig in years! And eat feasts of potatoes... Delicious potatoes! Thank you so much! And you guessed it, honey. Yum! Who knew that cucumbers and honey are so good together? Ostea has so many friends, she doesn't know what to do. Her house is buzzing with people. Each night, the beekeepers raise their glasses of meat, that's the drink made of honey, and make a toast to Ostea and Jonas, our new Bichule. Bichule forever! Best friends forever. Wow, Yustay, now I see. Bees help people make friends in Lithuania. They do, but not so much anymore, because most people live in cities now. But we still call our best friends Bichule. Now, before I go, here is a pot of special Lithuanian honey for your trip back, just in case you get hungry. Oh, delicious! Thanks, Yustay. Iki pasumatumo. This means see you next time. Thanks, Yustay. I really hope we can visit Lithuania again soon. But for now, I have a mission report to file. Let's give Laura a buzz. Lawrence to base. Lawrence to base. Do you read? Over. Sure do, Lawrence. Ready to file your report? Sure am. So, Laura, today in Lithuania, our bichule Yuste taught us that bees aren't just important for food, but they're important for friendship as well. You see, beekeepers used to follow the bees when they moved to find food. The humans would make new communities and friendships wherever the bees went. That's why in Lithuanian, the word for good friend is bee friend. Oh, that's beautiful, Lawrence. And a great example of how humans and animals move together and help each other out. Before you head back to base, let me just give you one last cool fact about bees. Yes, please. Honeybees can actually recognise different human faces. They piece together the parts of a face, eyes and ears and nose and mouth, into a pattern they know. In fact, honeybees' eyes are so powerful that scientists have been copying their design to help make computers that recognise faces just like the bees do. No way! That is truly unbelievable. Thanks, Laura. Over and out. Over and out. Who knew that bees buzzing around the place could help people become friends? Wait, 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 wait. This music is nice and all, but one of the most famous classical songs is Flight of the Bumblebee. Surely I should be reading the credits to that, right? In fact, I think I have it on my phone. Oh, there we are. Bingo! All right, it's a very fast song. Let's go. 
Today's beautiful show was made by a cool colony of people at ABC Audio Studios. Animal expert and author Laura Jean McKay, writer Samantha Turnbull, sound engineer Bella Tropiano, creator and producer Emma Gibbs, and our Queen Bee supervising producer Carla Slavin, executive producer Justin Kelly, and the manager of ABC Audio Studios is Kelly Reardon. And a huge thanks to our guests Juste Zuftaiste and our junior animal experts Chloe, Amy, Aiden, and Jeremy from Dulwich Hill Primary School. Now, if you have a BFF you think would love this show, give them a buzz and tell them to subscribe wherever they get their podcasts. Or put your earbuds in their ear holes and play them an episode. Almost there. Till next time, I'm Lawrence Gunathilica and this is Animal Sound Safari. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.